0: Accelerating,
1: Accelerating
2: your, your fandom, fandom. This, this is Flash TV, TV Talk. Talk. Three, two, one, one. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, rumors, everything about the hit CW show, The Flash. Uh, yeah, I don't have our intro memorized by now. <laughs> That's probably pretty bad considering we've been an entire uh, an entire season. And uh, yeah, I, I was doing pretty good somewhere in the middle there.
0: Yeah, you kinda lost it about halfway through. I'm Bo. And I'm Bell. Bell, man, how you doing tonight? Fantastic, man. I made a delicious dinner and I got my stuff in for my computers. And no. so I'm good to go. That's right. So are you
2: I mean you're running off of the new laptop tonight?
0: Yes, new laptop. Uh using my old borked computer as a monitor. Bork, bork, bork Yes, it sweet as chefed me. Nice, nice.
2: Uh well this is good, man. You're you're rolling with the new setup. That's uh that's good because of course tonight we are doing our live call-in show. I'm really, really excited about this. You know, we've done this, I think, twice before. Does that sound about right? Yes. We, we did it before the series launched, uh, like like the the week prior to the pilot going live. And then we did one midway through uh, Grandma Esther's eggnog-induced call-in extravaganza.
0: Yes. <laughs> or something like
2: Christmas call-in extravaganza. That's what it was. Long, longest titled podcast in the history of podcasting. Absolutely. And uh, and so that was a lot of fun. And, of course, I figured since it went so well last time, I got myself a nice uh, tall glass of bourbon right here. Uh, because you know what? If we have technical glitches, why blame technology? Why not blame alcohol?
0: Yeah, it's better. It's a better idea.
2: There you go. There you go. Uh, but, no, I, I should let you guys know before we really dive into this, this last past week, uh, my uh, main computer that I do everything off of and, and run various podcasts off of, completely crashed on me. It is not booting up. I, uh, I'm i very concerned that I've lost a lot of really very precious audio, uh, including a lot of uh, those uh, beats and bumps and and things that we've kind of created over, uh, over the course of uh, this series and other series that I do. However, I'm going through the process of trying to back it up. And in the meantime, I'm running off my backup system. Now, the beautiful thing here is because of you guys, because of the support that you guys gave to us back when we did our uh, our fundraising, which we only do really once a year. I'm not asking for money right now. I just want to like assure those of you who are helping support the creation of this podcast, tonight would literally not be possible without you guys. Because we had a backup system ready, we're able to make sure that we keep on bringing you weekly content without missing a beat. And so I just want to say to all of you who are supporting us through the uh, the Patreon account for the Podestary at Patreon, uh, guys, this one's for you. So thank you so much. And uh, Yeah. Man, I'm really excited. We are going to be opening up the lines in just a minute here. Bell, I was Yo. rewatching the uh, the finale before we went live tonight.
0: I, I should have watched it again, but I was cooking dinner. I didn't have time.
2: Okay, well, see, this is the thing. I really wanted to get my mind right because after you know we we watched the finale and then we went live like 30 minutes later. Yeah. And so you know we didn't have a lot of time to process. We felt like we got all this new information, and we did. Uh, and we're just trying to kind of deal with it. Now that I have rewatched it. I still go I go back to the original, there's only one timeline mindset. Do you now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, granted, I think that there's a lot. If you pay attention to what Cisco is saying and what Stein is saying and then what Eobard is saying, they're all technically saying three different things. But if you kind of look at everything holistically from what we've seen from the beginning of the season, I think it's very safe to say there is only one timeline. And it's also nothing would make sense if not, for there only being one timeline, so
0: I'm I'm back on that on on that train of thought. Well, I'm interested to see how you came to that conclusion.
2: I mean, I I think it's uh, I think it's there, man. I think it's all there. I, I'll, I wanna, yeah, I'll just need
0: to rewatch the episode, I guess.
2: Well, and I want to say we've got some encouragement uh, over the last week. We got a lot of emails in. I've got a couple of them selected out. So in between calls, we will be reading a few emails and uh, and looking forward to getting into that as well. So without further ado, I want to encourage you if you are going to be calling in. Be sure to wear some headphones so we don't get some echo. And uh, and yeah, it looks like we've got our first caller, Brentac.
3: How's it going,
2: man? Did I hey, pro- I pronounced that right, right, Brentac.
3: You did. That's exactly right.
2: Yeah, brentack man. You are on with Flash TV Talk. How are you doing tonight, sir?
3: I am doing fantastic,
2: man. Well, uh, welcome to the show. Tell us what uh, what you got on your mind, just kind of uh, real quick. What what are your overall thoughts of this season?
3: Absolutely loved it going into this going into this year. Arrow is my favorite comic book media property, even though the character himself's not my favorite. Mm. And I'm pretty sure they just topped themselves with the Flash. The Flash is just amazing. I I've got tons of friends watching it now who they're all going back and trying to rewatch it since the CW is re airing it which I think started what yesterday? Yeah. I think so, yeah. But um I thought it was such a phenomenal show easily easily the best comic book show on television.
2: now you mentioned you got friends watching it. One thing that I've been really interested to see is my non comic booky non geeky friends and how they've kind of responded to the show. Uh, a lot of them were kind of dragging their feet at first but but really kind of got on board later on once they started hearing all the positive feedback uh, what What's kind of been your experience from getting feedback from kind of your friends who are maybe not necessarily in the the geek world
3: um the ones who are not necessarily in the geek world but are still exposed to it through me um because i'm relentless they they've really grown they've really grown to like it um most of them do watch arrow but they're they're much more casual if they miss an episode no big deal um but it seems like anyone who hadn't already watched it started watching it for good after the crossover episodes
2: yeah yeah that was a major bridge i think for uh, for the arrow folks Um, what, so let me ask you this. I mean, we've dealt with a lot of different kind of time, time travel and, uh, you know, timey wimey and all that kind of good stuff. What's your feeling on that, man?
3: Well, um, I think it was Kreisberg who came out and said that technically the entire show is an alternate timeline right now because in the original timeline, Wells did not make the particle accelerator until like what the year 2020 or something like that, Right. which would imply Barry had only been the flash for four years at the time of the newspaper, and right. so it seems like this entire show is an alternate timeline, just like you said. And I think that's interesting because it's not like they could ever truly revert back because of Arrow.
2: Because of Arrow. Man, that causes so much. Um, I, is it story limitations or, or just challenges to deal with when you've got that you know existing in its own little corner?
3: I love crossovers. I love the connectedness. So to me, it is just challenges, not limitations. But I do see why people would say that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, man, uh, just kind of uh, thoughts, questions, comments, concerns. uh, Overall, what what are you thinking about going into season two?
3: Jay Garrick. Yes, sir. (laughs) Yeah, although we
2: did get a crazy theory that we'll get into later on in this episode about that. But uh, but what are you thinking about Jay, dude?
3: I love the fact that as soon as his helmet shows up, Wells says, that's my cue to leave, (laughs) as if he is aware of who Jay is. Absolutely. And he is now fearful that he may be able to get past Barry, but he can't get past Barry and Jay together.
2: Mm. Man. okay. so let me ask you this. I I was thinking about the whole Jay thing. And, you know, with the idea that if, if there is only one timeline, is that perhaps a Jay Garrick of this timeline? Or if the idea is there's one timeline, but that timeline is connected to this universe, is that a Jay Garrick from another universe?
3: I think it's another universe. I think we're looking at an Earth Two scenario. Yes. Um. I, it's not going to be like the post-crisis pre-Flashpoint, where they're all in the same world. Jay Garrick, he may not be a comic book character like he was in the original stuff to Barry, but he's definitely from another universe. Yeah,
2: man, I'm loving it. Good stuff, man. Uh, any anything else you want to say while we got you on on air?
3: Um, no, I'm pretty stoked to uh, hear some more Arrow TV talk coming up here soon
2: yes sir man absolutely so
3: that's about it
2: what are we at episode five for arrow tv talk
3: sounds about right five but or I five just six to double check
2: six. yeah somewhere in there yeah that's uh back in the golden age after this season i think a, a lot of people will hopefully be uh looking back at season one with uh with with fondness so uh yeah man should be a lot of fun and uh dude thanks for calling in absolutely,
3: absolutely. thank you
2: all right bell did i keep you on the line
3: Yes, I'm still here.
2: Now, for those of you playing at home, the uh, the rule of thumb is uh, if uh, if I lose Bell during the uh, the call in show, then uh, then that's when you you take a shot. <laughs> Let's see. Are, are you
0: planning on killing half of our audience <laughs> with alcohol poisoning? No,
2: no, 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 no. That would be that would be crazy. All right, Scott.
0: Hi, Scott.
2: Man, welcome to Flash TV Talk. How you doing tonight?
1: Doing fine. How about you?
2: Doing well. Although I did lose Bell, so everybody take a shot. <laughs>
1: I can't. Sorry, no, no, two-year-old.
2: That's, no, that's that's good. My two-year-old is actually down. Thank goodness. She uh, she went down about an hour ago. Although I think I did just hear her in the uh, in the back room. So there there you go.
1: I hear my I hear my wife with the two-year-old. So you know that's just how it goes sometimes. Yeah.
2: Oh man. Well, hey, uh, dude. Season one. What'd you think?
1: Oh my god! Amazing. Um, I was actually taught. I watched the show with my dad on a weekly basis. I oh, right would watch it together or. We call and talk about it the next day. And my dad and I were talking about it this morning because he finally watched the finale. And we were both talking about how, how comic book television has moved on since Smallville. Because my dad even said, this wasn't a soap opera. This was a comic book show. Yeah. And just how much he enjoyed that. Because I, I learned later in life that my dad, The Flash, was his favorite character growing up. Oh, so that's that was awesome. kind of cool. Yeah, that's really cool.
2: Yeah, man, that legacy aspect there is great. And what a great show to watch with your dad, too.
1: Well, we watch, uh, you know, I'm in my 30s, my dad is in his 60s, and we we just have always done this kind of stuff together ever since I was a kid, so it just hasn't stopped. And we love it. I know all the comic book references that he doesn't know, so I love watching it with him to kind of go, do you know what that is? Do you know what that is? Do you know what that is?
2: (laughs) This is basically how how I watch it with Bell. (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's funny because I, I take I do the
0: same thing with my friends. It's like, oh, did you guys see that? Did you see that? Did you see that? You know?
1: But I was so proud of him because he even recognized Jay Garrick's helmet. And I was like, yes, score one for my dad.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I
2: <laughs> I would imagine that's uh, right in his era, in his wheelhouse too. So that's great. Uh, well, you mentioned that the um, shows have kind of progressed from Smallville. What, explore that a little bit. What do you? What, what in what way are you referring?
1: Well, just I mean, just look at season one of Flash. I mean, in the first season, almost every major Flash villain mm. that you know has already shown up. Everyone's got a costume. Cisco is giving them their actual comic book villain names. Yes. I mean, it's, there's no, oh, we need to, you know. We, we don't need to couch this. We don't need to use their real names instead of their code names. No, we're getting code names. We're getting colorful costumes. We got a parka on Captain Cold. He's wearing sunglasses, and right. he has a cold gun. I mean, it's we're unabashedly going, here it is, folks.
2: You're right. Now, that, that's a good observation. I mean, uh, if, if Brainiac was to show up on Flash, we'd call him Brainiac, not Melton Fine for three seasons. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down.
1: I hope
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really like that too about you know this season is uh or at least Flash in General is that they 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 don't take that stance where it's like, oh uh, we, we kinda kinda shy away from the comic book stuff to you know make more people watch it. By embracing it, it's made the show that much better.
1: Well and and it's it's given the fan base. Just so much passion for the show, because okay. they're not talking down to us, they're making something entertaining for people who don't know the comics as well, but yet they're feeding us all that goodness that's like,
0: oh squee, I know that I know that I know
2: that.
1: yeah, <laughs> right,
2: dude, you know somebody asked me about uh, Jay carrot Jay Garrick for season two, and I really I think like like moments like that, like getting that helmet uh they're asking like you know, you think we'll have him like in the pilot or in the you know first episode of season two. And my thought with that is it's kind of like Gorilla Grodd. We're going to get these little Easter eggs, but they're always going to pay off.
1: Oh, and, that, and that's what I love about – and they've been doing it with Arrow and they've been doing it with Flash. It's that like they don't try to give it all to you at once. Right. They tease you so you're just building up your own little anticipation. <laughs> all throughout the season and then when they finally do pay it off then you just freak out on your couch on tuesday nights
0: <laughs> i like that anticipation
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, well i have to i have to give that out to beer with geeks i, I stole that from them oh, that our last episode, we so,
2: love yeah. uh we love beer with geeks that's good stuff man well, great well any other uh thoughts or, or you know kind of theories of, of the series overall
1: um, my dad and I were talking about this because you guys brought this up last week but I am paying attention to the fact that Eddie got sucked into that wormhole mm. after he shot himself mm. and I think that's the only explanation for how we can't be we, we cannot be done with the reverse flash yet we can't use him as a season one villain and him not come back and that has to be some sort of Wibbly wobbly speed force timey wimey stuff that's gonna have to work into how he can come back later on in the show
2: yeah, I think you're exactly right in fact i was I was rewatching it um again, and of course you know the the big i think probably one of the the biggest uh geek fan uh speculations out there is you know that that shade of blue and and the fact that it's uh it's kind of that cobalt blue that sucks in Eddie, you know perhaps he'll be resurrected and, and as part of whatever it is that barry's doing up in the the time storm um but yeah, Eobard Thawne, I mean, you got to understand this is like, you know, if, if you're if you're if this is your first experience with the Flash, you need to understand that Eobard Thawne is essentially like the Lex Luthor to Flash's Superman.
1: So I mean, like, I, 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 and I told my dad was like, it was like, you know, if you kill the Joker in season one of a Batman show, exactly, you just don't do that. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Exactly. And so, you know, this, uh, the, you know, he, you're, you're exactly right, man. He, he ain't gone. <laughs>
1: we'll, we'll, we'll
2: be seeing him again for sure.
1: He'll oh, be definitely. He'll back.
2: Well, and then there's the other thing, too, because you got to consider in in the comics, Eobard does die, but then an earlier version of him comes back. So we may actually maybe uh, this could be what we could see is that that is the the actual death of Eobard Thon. Well, no, but he was wiped out of time. Dude, I have no
1: idea. He's kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, Like you guys posted, I think it was a meme you guys posted on Facebook, speed force. Exactly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, the funny thing is I, I made that uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I've been sitting on it for the right occasion. And I was like,
0: yep, this is the one. <laughs> Please tell me it's Giorgio Tsoukalos. That is exactly. From- the aliens mean. That is I don't exactly what it is. That is exactly what it is. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> the minute, <laughs> the minute you said speed force, I knew it had to be Georgios Zoukolas.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. Good stuff, man.
2: Uh, any other uh, kind of just thoughts or anything you want to put out there uh, while we got you on air?
1: Uh, just looking, oh, just like the last call. Looking forward to Arrow TV talk, especially for my guest host episode. I'm looking forward to that a lot.
2: Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. You're looking forward to adding your voice there. Remember, we do, uh, and you know, this is just kind of a reminder to you. Uh, after last time that we had a guest on, we decided, you know, the guest will pick a post credit topic. So whatever it is you want to talk about, it doesn't have to be air related. So, uh, so be ready for, with uh, with whatever that's going to be.
1: I will be prepared, sir.
2: <laughs> All right, man. Scott. Thanks for calling
4: in, brother. Thank you. Harsh man. Welcome to Flash TV Talk. Thank you. And uh, I have mailed my theory to you already. Oh, yeah.
2: no. All right, so let's see. I'm, I want to see actually if I've got it pulled up, but, uh, but while I'm looking at that, go ahead and uh, share your theory again.
4: Uh, yeah, you know, in your last podcast, you confused timelines and multiverses. Yes,
2: okay. Yeah, dude, you wrote like an essay on this, yes? Yeah.
4: Yeah, in fact, I was going Almost through. Left, yes,
2: it was actually really good and encouraging to me because I was having such a hard time wrapping my mind around kind of this idea like, oh, well, I guess they're basing the multiverse off of you know, timelines. Uh
4: yeah. And you yeah. were
2: like, no 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 And this is this is really kind of what recalibrated my mind for when I rewatched the the finale. You're like, no, there there's one timeline associated with this universe. That doesn't mean there's not a yes. multiverse. It just means that there's one timeline for each individual universe. Yes. And yeah man, that was uh that that helped me out big time because I was still I was still kind of struggling there for a while. But dude you you really did, man. You wrote a you wrote an essay to us.
4: <laughs> yeah, I was I do write some messages. <laughs> well, what are you thinking of the, uh, the topics I love? Yeah, man, what are you thinking about the uh, the series overall? No, the series is pretty awesome. Like my friends are still talking about the last episode for a week or two. We have been talking about it since the second last episode. What is going to happen? What's going to happen? Like we have been speculating. Let me ask you this: do you, Are you of the opinion that
2: whatever it was in the sky is a black hole, or do you think it's like a time storm?
4: No, they clearly said that it was a singularity, so it has to be a black hole. But really, though, because I but, would, stein has been wrong before. I feel like. Uh, yeah, he has been wrong, but uh, I think that black hole could uh, a black the black hole could be caused by the speed force. It has happened in the comics in the New Fifty Two comics. Oh really? Okay, educate me on that a little bit. I know the comic story that Barry Allen was on a cruise, a cruise ship, when a portal opened. Like that's the portal or a black hole opened and it sucked the half the ship in. Half the ship was in, in the black hole uh, which had Iris West on it. Huh. So Iris West with uh, five other friends was sucked in the uh, speed force and they were missing for like three months, four months from their timeline. Interesting. Okay, so but so yeah, then it wasn't a black they, hole, right?
2: Because
4: technically a black hole uh, that, would
2: like wipe them out though instead of take them out of time.
4: Uh, no, um, I think not. There will be uh, they they can there can be another alternate timeline. I I just think that Trip Hunter may be involved. Fair enough.
2: Okay. Well, yeah. I'm I'm I, admittedly I'm actually I'm trying to add Bell back on right now because I know when it comes to the science, you, when, it, you, oh, when it yeah when it comes to the, the you know you think of science fiction on the fiction end I'm pretty good there. But when it comes to the science, that's really where Bell shines. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, great comments and uh, and theories and suggestions from Harsh. I think uh, also, man, I think uh, he's he's going to put that up on uh, the Facebook page as well, just the essay that he he posted. I know I've already seen him mention on on Facebook that he's going to share it out, but um, great thoughts from Harsh. The lines are back open, so if you would like to call in right now, you absolutely can. Chris, you are on with uh, Flash TV Talk. Hey, man, I've uh,
5: entered the speed force and Gone back in time, and now we're here again.
2: Hey, well, we yeah. do we do what we can. That is absolutely true, uh, man. All right, so Flash season one. What did you think?
5: I geeked out the entire time. I loved it,
2: as you should have.
5: And, and uh, it was funny near near the uh, near the end of it, or the, uh, the second half of the season. My mom started watching it with me, and on those big parts like uh, Eobard Thawne. Tom Cavanaugh, and she was like, dude, calm down and I'm like, No, because this is like true geekdom flash lore right here coming to us live. So that was just funny.
2: Oh, what's the but real yeah. deal, man? It's it's more than I think any of us ever thought we were ever gonna get, um out of this uh, out of the series.
5: Yeah, I know, it was great.
2: So are you now you mentioned kind of the comic geekdom and everything else. I mean where where does uh, your love of the flash begin?
5: Oh yeah, it's just I've never read really read any comics or anything, but I've I've always loved like the old cartoons, and I saw a bit of the the '90s Flash series with John Wesley Ship, which I I've seen like only a couple episodes of that, but it's a uh, that's where it kind of stemmed from. Okay, and then and then of course when I got this new one coming out, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be good. So
2: next season, man, theories, speculations, what do you see coming down the pipeline for season two?
5: Uh. I I honestly don't know because they they kind of they kind of left us at a bit of a, a weird spot there, uh, but I definitely want to see maybe uh, maybe not Eddie come back, but maybe a different version of him who is Malcolm Thon, like the actual Cobalt Blue.
2: Yeah, you know the whole idea of him coming back as somebody else. I mean, they'd have to really kind of explain that. I I dig the idea that perhaps. You know, given that we exist in this altered time from what what originally transpired before Eubar did all of his uh wicked deeds. Uh, you know, I, I dig the idea that that Eddie could become a Malcolm like character. Or maybe, oh, here's this idea. What if uh what if his middle name is Malcolm?
5: I know, that's the or <laughs> I, I, I was thinking, uh, maybe if Malcolm was going to be his first name, but he, and Eddie was his middle name yeah. and he just uses Eddie cause he hates Malcolm. I was waiting for that, but it never came.
2: Well, and you know, you've also got the, the mindset of, uh, of another Malcolm already existing in the form of Malcolm Merlin in this universe. And so, uh, so maybe easing him into Malcolm as opposed to having two different potentially malicious characters by the name of Malcolm on these two different shows, might be confusing, aside from the, just the obvious kind of uh, throwing off everybody from the, the Eddie Eobard thing. That said, Eobard did say of Eddie that he does not have any kind of significant role in history, um, and so well, I wonder how that see, might play into it.
5: See, that, that's, that, that's what's kind of all kind of timey-wimey, because he said, y- you're the only one that was forgotten, and then in kind of a weird way, I guess you can say in one aspect that the reason was that he killed himself.
2: Mm oh and
5: and he, and he wasn't even there. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of like a, t- a time travel thing. Yeah, so, interesting. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a uh, theory.
2: Here my thought is it could be that um uh you know when he goes into whatever that was cuz going back and rewatching the um the uh the the finale uh, you'll notice there's actually two different things that happen. There's that cobalt blue—I keep on calling it that just because I want to—but that that cobalt blue thing where the wormhole used to be, and then there's also the time storm overhead. Well, uh, hold on,
0: hold on. I got—I got to stop you right there and correct you. Now, the, the 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 time storm thing that happens above, you watch it; it comes what? from where the wormhole was. Yeah, it grows and, out. Exactly. Yeah, it grows exactly.
5: Out
2: Wait, it didn't. But it didn't have. It, did it have? Um, I feel like there would be like a hole in the roof slash floor was oh i didn't yeah, see I, that i
0: think it it destroyed the top star labs and moved yeah because it, the... it starts on the ground and like goes up into the air fair enough yeah.
2: fair enough okay well uh well here's here's my thing though i mean if one way or the other what if his uh his spirit kind of has this kind of uh blue corporeal nature to it um that he might like maybe he ends up um i don't
0: know uh, I, would he... you say that his heart goes on <laughs>
2: and on and on yeah yeah there you go all right well good stuff man um any anything else man Any just kind of uh thoughts or or anything else while we got you on the line
5: well it's it's like i'm just excited for the new spinoff that's gonna be fun
2: yeah yeah legends yeah. of tomorrow uh quick thoughts what do you think I, we're gonna get out of that
5: well no i just I'm, I'm really excited for that because uh have you you guys seen the new trailer yeah
2: uh yeah, you talk about the uh, the legend it's it's a pseudo trailer, pseudo um uh just kind of promotional reel.
5: Yeah, so no, I I'm I'm really excited to, to see that Adam finally shrink. That's what everyone was happy about. And oh, big also time. uh Vandal Savage.
0: Yeah, Vandal Savage is going to be cool. I'm super yeah, excited about that.
5: I'm, I I still say I posted this on on Twitter uh Johnny Lee Miller for Vandal Savage. You guys actually favorited that.
2: Yeah, man. Yeah, no. I, I'm I'm kind of digging that. I I I will say this though. I, I was considering the whole Vandal Savage and and how they might do the casting for for that particular role. Yeah. And if if you can think back to a series that was uh, called Heroes and it's season one, uh, there was a, a villain called um, uh, what was it, Siler, who was in
3: the the yeah Siler
2: yeah. And and in that series, Siler was kind of this presence, but not actually announced cast or or whatever until about midway through season one. And so I'd kind of like for Vandal Savage to not even be seen for the first several episodes. And maybe we don't necessarily even know who he is until, you know, bum, 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 it's too late.
5: Yeah, they could could do a Harrison Wells, Eobard Thawne thing, like kind of leave it open. Kind of have maybe someone always showing up, but you don't really like uh, different red herrings. You know what I mean?
2: Absolutely. No, I love that idea. Yeah. All right, well, Chris, man, thanks for calling in, and uh, uh, thanks for tuning into Flash TV Talk.
5: Yeah, no, thanks. no problem, man.
2: All right, Zach. Hey, what's up? Hey, man, you're on Flash TV Talk. How's it going, brother?
6: What is going on? How are you doing,
2: dude? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm hanging up on Bell every single time somebody calls in, and so I know he's uh, he's fuming somewhere, but <laughs> I'll uh, I'll add him on anyway. I sure. season one, Zach. What was uh, what was your thoughts? Oh, I
6: thought it was awesome. It was like uh, I'd say one of the most fun i've had on tv all year actually
2: yeah absolutely now you know you uh what was kind of your experience coming into this show what were you uh expecting or or, you know were you an arrow fan before you were a a fan of the flash or do you come from the comics where 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 does your fandom begin
6: oh yeah absolutely and i actually grew up with wally west so barry allen was kind of alien to me until they brought him back in flash rebirth but uh yeah i love the whole concept he was Obviously integral Justice City cartoon which I was watching when I was growing up, but yeah, I just love the show. It's great
2: so I gotta know as somebody who kind of grew up with Wally West as as we have as well um what was your thoughts or, or what has been your thoughts of kind of Wally you know majorly being pushed to the side in this kind of new fifty two era that we live in and that's not necessarily to critique new fifty two just in general um with you know we now have. Barry Allen everywhere which is great for the show but you know how do you feel about kind of losing Wally West or, or do you feel like we lost Wally West?
6: Oh uh, no, I think it's fine uh, we got Hal Jordan uh, instead of uh, John Stewart we're getting all these Silver Age characters stepping in for you know all these people so that new people can come in and see that these are the original guys who took the mantle first and then you can eventually spread out I think Wally's going to be an integral part next season I know there's mm-hmm. casting Uh, For the
2: show right now, so yeah, yeah, man. We actually, you know, there was a lot of speculation about the uh, the Wally West character, and it actually, I think, if if I'm not mistaken, it kind of pseudo broke on our uh, on our Twitter feed. We had this: who would you want to see portray Wally West if they do Wally West? And then Grant Gustin jumped into the conversation and said that they were specifically looking for a younger Wally West, confirming that uh, that a they are they are casting a Wally West and uh, and B, that it's they're going for kind of a younger, you know, definitely a kid flash, as opposed to maybe Roy Harper, who is somebody who is a little bit closer in age to Oliver Queen over on Arrow.
6: Right. Yeah, it's a Spider-Man thing that they're doing on Marvel. They're going to invest, I think, in this guy. It's a smart maybe. move, man. Yeah, smart yes, absolutely. Move.
2: You know, I, I, not to kind of spoil what's going on in Arrow, but uh, potentially next season we're looking over there at the sidekick, or one of the sidekicks potentially taking the role of the hero for at least part of that season. Would you like to see, perhaps maybe at some point in The Flash's life, that the Kid Flash actually step into The Flash and Wally does kind of come full circle to, to resume the mantle?
6: Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, if if they ever do a time jump, I doubt that they do because this is a CW and I don't know if fans are ready for, you know, casual fans are ready for that kind of thing. Like if the crisis actually does happen and The Flash actually does... Get lost in crisis, then that could definitely be an option.
2: Yeah, no, oh, I love that man. That, that uh, cool stuff, great theories, man. Season two, what are you, uh, what do you expecting? What are you looking forward to?
6: Lots of crossovers, lots yes, and lots of crossovers because
7: <laughs> that's big now,
6: and definitely with Legends and Arrow and everything. Uh, maybe Vixen, I don't know. Uh, definitely that's in the future of the CW.
2: Yeah, absolutely, man. Last kind of final thoughts. Anything else you want to say? while we have got you.
6: Yeah. Just one quick question. Uh, just kind of, I don't know if you could say it's a challenge or not. Uh, so I, I do, I do for I've been reading comics for a long time and I actually had in a few arguments with a couple of buddies uh, about this. What, is, can you tell me what exactly the speed force is?
2: Oh man. <laughs> um, I feel like a child just asked me what we explain predestination or something like that. <laughs> You know when because when you talk about the speed force, there is kind of this uh, almost spiritual nature to it that goes beyond kind of the uh, laws of physics and time. I mean, you could you could approach it from a lot of different angles, uh, but for all intensive purposes, look at the speed force as a um, it's an energy field. It binds us, penetrates us, connects us. Yeah, it's there's. So there's it's the force. <laughs> I mean, like, but all it's right. not. But it's not the force. It is. It is something that if you look at um, kind of the the how willpower powers the Green Lantern. So the Speed Force powers Speedsters. However, um, it goes beyond that. For one thing, at least the, the current iteration of the Speed Force, is that it's actually generated by Barry Allen. Barry Allen yeah. And it exists outside of time, um, which means that it also kind of exists to connect all of time to itself. So it is both a place, almost like a location. Uh, you know, they referred to it earlier in the season as almost kind of like this highway, uh, timeline highway or something like that. Um, and so the speed force kind of exists in in that way. Uh, but it is also this kind of energy field, this energy source, not field, but energy source, uh, from which Barry has kind of this like unstoppable, you know, never running out, you know, eternal, uh, energy that he is able to run the way he is protects him as he runs the way he is does things like, you know, uh, that lightning that's around him. That's not just for visual effects. That is actually the speed force coursing through him. And it does have properties beyond that. So, For example, we got to see the whole um, uh, what was it Bell with with the shock to the chest. Uh, You hate that trope.
0: Oh, oh, the defibrillator thing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So the Speed Force defibrillator, where basically you know it brought um, whoever it was vibe back to life, and so uh, you know, and, and there is kind of some properties there. So anyway, that's that's kind of a. That doesn't answer your question, but but maybe it gives you something <laughs> to chew on.
6: Yeah, yeah. I was definitely hoping they would touch on the fact that just Barry generates a speed force because it seems like when Barry's not around, especially when you party first with back in time, and yes. Seemingly like was in fifteen years in the past, and there's no flash, he doesn't have the speed force. Anymore. Exactly. So yeah. They, it's not from the
2: flash. They've definitely I mean they've hinted at that and you know, it'll be interesting to see how Barry learns more about the speed force after Eobard is no longer in the picture. Now, I think Eobard's coming back, but without him as a mentor to kind of explain these things, I'm, I'm very curious to see how he's going to learn more about it. But um, good stuff, Zach.
0: Man. It's going to be fun. He's going to be running, and like, weird stuff's going to happen. It's like, I can do that. That's a good <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: All right. Well, Zach, man, thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, thanks for calling in, brother.
6: All right. Thanks for making the show, guys. Yes, sir. Thanks, Zach.
2: And once again, I hung up on Bell, so if you're playing the drinking game at home, take a shot (laughs) Kyle man season one what'd you think
8: I thoroughly enjoyed season one the ups and downs of just the emotional roller coaster that was season one of flash was probably one of the best tv shows on television
2: I I have to thoroughly agree with you sir now you say that the emotional roller coaster tell tell me some of your highest highs and lowest lows oh like
8: the highest high would probably have to be the flash arrow crossover. The very, the very first one. And then lowest being like, not like bad low, but like more like, um, basically just a season finale was like, <laughs> um, man tears everywhere. Oh dude. Heartache. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. the um, just, uh, the scenes with all the Preto figures was just like, okay, I'm not going to cry. Uh, darn it
0: (laughs) it's like that picture on the internet shows that guy he's like you know roll up into a ball try not to cry cry a lot have you guys seen that picture (laughs) i have not it's it's funny but yeah it's it's the same thing It's like i'm not gonna cry i'm fine that was
2: your (laughs) picture from senior prom how did that become an internet meme (laughs) just kidding
8: is that just like a bell's orange uh
2: yeah yeah yes yeah man you know what i'm talking about that's great
0: I uh, had to dry clean it because there were tear stains. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, but Kyle, man, all right, so season two, what are you looking forward to? What do you think we got coming down the season pipeline? Season
8: two, I'm looking forward to, hopefully, they're going to bring in Killer Frost. I know oh, yes. everyone's thinking that Ronnie's going to die. I don't agree with that. Really? I, I'm i hoping for that he's just... Well, what happened in um the new 52 Future's End? Yeah. He actually got um, really pissed off with Jason where he was spoilers for everyone. Um, he was, he was late when green arrow needed help and green arrow died.
2: Ooh, Ooh, Oliver.
8: Uh, yes. Yeah. Interesting. We'll, we'll Not uh... that there's, there's definitely more behind that. Okay. As the series goes on. Sure. Um But well,
2: anything called Futures End is kind of implied that there's a lot of Else Worlds involved one way or
8: the other. It's yeah, it's it's not Else yeah, it's Else Worlds. Yeah, it's just it was set five years into the future from right. where the current new not new fifty two is called anymore.
2: Yeah, what it what did the post New Fifty Two or what what yeah, is the um, post
8: fifty two convergence convergence just ended and I'm still confused on that. Man. <laughs>
2: You know, I, I I understand that they want to tell a lot of new stories, and and it's good to kind of refresh some things from time to time, for sure. However, you know, we we lived in this pre-crisis, post-crisis world that made things very very simplistic. Uh, aside from the fact, I mean, you also had golden age and silver age, and there was other you know things there. But that was your A D B C. You know, was the was the crisis, and now I feel like we're in this weird, you know, I I you know after after infinite crisis but pre new 52 and now post new 52 but pre convergence it, it just gets weird
8: yeah it's really weird because they actually they they specifically say outright that all these uh that this multiverse including the pre flashpoint and basic and the original earth 2 are you can still go to them basically <laughs> okay which i'm like
2: how I know I, I mean I knew look <laughs> two dude, Earth twos now I knew that they were gonna that there was gonna be some way that they were gonna have to give a bridge and I mean they always leave some form of out whenever the universe is rebooted like for Crisis it was the character I want to say Psycho Pirate yes um, Psycho Pirate yeah who also
8: came back for Infinite Crisis right the Anti Monitor right
2: and actually in um in uh, Blackest Night and that kind of big event, Psycho uh, yeah. Psycho Pirate is, is kind of this undead zombie who has every Uh, knowledge of everything that has ever existed before even the universe where they all lived was, was a force to be reckoned with. So it was really interesting uh, how that played into it. But yeah, anyway, so yeah. So,
8: and then, um, season two, I want to see, I want them to answer. I have my theories, but why Barry is in prison?
2: Why Barry's in prison? Yes. You mean Henry's in in prison?
8: No, Barry's in prison in the speed force at this, on the season finale, there's like a glimpse of him in prison. In Iron Heights?
2: Oh, see, I thought I thought that was just a, a flashback from something we've already seen.
8: No, that's that's Barry in Iron Heights uh garb talking to someone.
2: Interesting. No, I missed that. That's a good yeah, catch.
8: I didn't catch that. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, my whole theory is is that in the comics, Barry was actually on trial because he as the flash killed someone.
2: Ooh. I, I wonder if he'll get um Well, think about everything that's going down right now, and that's specifically, you know, you know how after um, Man of Steel, everybody was saying, okay, all this destruction, somebody, you know, the public is not going to be happy about Superman. Oh, yeah. Well, perhaps after, you know, the giant black hole slash time storm starts tearing up half of the city uh they're gonna be looking for somebody to blame on that. And uh Captain Cold, before he jumps out of time to go fight Vandal Savage, he might be like, Hey, I don't have a you know, I don't have a horse in this race anymore. It was Barry Allen. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> that's, that's how I see that going down. Could it could be that, or you're right, it could actually be that um uh he ends up uh offing somebody. I I I doubt I don't know.
8: I I doubt it too. It's it's either it's either he's um being charged for a crime or it's something to do with the metahumans in the pipeline.
2: Oh, now that's, that is a good catch, sir. Um, you know, there still has not been that kind of come to Jesus moment that, uh, you know, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like there needs to be this moment where everybody kind of pretended like, Oh, you know, that, uh, last season when, um, Oh, they're all going to die. And now we don't know what to do with them and we don't have any help and support as if that's like the big, you know, you know, Oh, this is the moment! No, dude, they they need to be held accountable, man. They need to like you know be held to the fire.
8: Yeah, and plus, I mean, someone's got to be held responsible for that Ferris airplane just exploding.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, a lot of people died probably (laughs) on that plane.
2: I didn't even think about that. Completely bypassed that one.
0: Yeah, it's the little things. Yeah, yeah, other than that, yeah, they, they they hint at it in Rogue Air that you know. The, the DA was like, I don't want any part of this and you shouldn't either. Otherwise, I will probably be the person putting you behind bars. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> you know, they, they they set that up. So yeah, that makes sense. You know, that, that that there could be repercussions for Barry and friends.
2: I think that if, one thing's for sure though, if, if Barry gets held accountable for the crimes of Team Flash, you got to know that Joe's going to get held accountable to that as well. Like yeah. he's he's way more plugged into the establishment. And so like, you know, that is his, I'm I'm kind of surprised we would see Barry but not see Joe behind bars as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. If if that's the case. I but it could be for something completely different. Um anything else? Oh, what yeah what what B,
0: about beat put that link in there? That's that's crazy, yeah.
2: Of the picture?
0: Yeah, I thought that was just him talking to Henry, but that's he's in handcuffs. <laughs>
2: that's nuts. There you go. And you know, that's the thing, man. If Barry's in handcuffs, I mean, it's like um, it's, it's like that moment, again, in man of steel where you see Superman's been taken into custody and he's wearing handcuffs. And it's it's like, you, you know, that he could break out of that in two seconds. Same thing with Barry here. You can phase right through those things if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, so it's only it's only by his good graces that he's even <laughs> in prison <laughs> yeah. at that moment uh, unless he gets depowered. But I, I don't think that's going to be the case. No. Uh, what else, man? What do what you think? Uh, beyond kind of what <clears throat> we saw in the Speed Force, what um, what are you hoping for for season two?
8: I'm hoping for more Green Lantern um just drops, name drops and yeah, more crossovers and I know it's already been said, but more speedsters.
2: Yes, yes. Do you think do you think we might get a Bart Allen given the uh potential harm this would do it to his lineage?
8: I well for getting a Wally West, it I think it might the 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 TV show might just get too convoluted with way yeah. too many flashes right off the back.
4: Yeah,
2: you could, I, I could see you kind of almost sandwiching it a little bit, right? You got Barry right in the middle. If you bring in a, a Jay as well as a Wally, you can kind of handle that. But if you bring in two potential kid flashes, that could be confusing. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Uh, I do hope, though, at some point, I, I think we even uh, mentioned this before the series really even started, just kind of the hope that at one point during this, maybe it's season three, four, five, whenever it is, we do have a lineup of Jay, Barry, Wally, and Bart all together teaming up to take down something epic. You know, I, I would love that. But you're right. We got to work to that point. It'll get too convoluted if we throw that in all at once. Exactly. Yeah. Although I don't know that they would shy away from convolutedness, considering all the, the time travel stuff that we've got in this season. You know what I mean? <laughs> they have certainly not shied away from stuff. it. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, good deal. Kyle, anything else uh, you want to say out, while we got you on the line?
8: Uh, hashtag ring that garrick
3: <laughs> <laughs>
8: so I'd throw it in there I, I, yeah
2: i would um i would you know i think um bell would make a very interesting speedster
0: he would <laughs> i would i'd, I'd probably be more inclined to play a slowster but,
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> there it is slowster I'm up for
0: the challenge
2: there you go there you go How all you right
0: bring that turtle man
2: uh you know what actually dude frogman. That's I'd not be, a bad idea. I we should. Be turtle man. You would be a great turtle man.
0: I. I mean, yeah. Let's
2: do that. Let's let's bring, figure bring that out. bring that turtle man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, Kyle, brother, we appreciate you calling in, man. Thanks, folks. All, right, All right. Good deal. The lines are back open. If you'd like to call in. And one of the great things about this, uh, uh, you know, this particular show is not only do we have you guys calling in, but a lot of you actually wrote in uh, your theories and emailed them in if you knew that you weren't going to be able to make it. Uh, so, Bell, why yes. don't you go ahead and, and read us real quick? What did Dan? Uh, what did Dan write in?
0: All right. So Dan writes in, uh, what part of the season got you most emotional for me? I believe it was episode 11. Uh, it was the opening when Barry saved the couple in the car explosion and the boyfriend thought he lost his girlfriend, but then he sees the last minute that flash saved her. And the only thing he could say was, thank you. For some reason, this scene waters my eyes every time. You know, that was a really powerful scene. I remember that. And it's like, that was like... Uh, that was the
2: first moment that, like, he really was the Flash publicly, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Because it was, you know, it was like his first, I want to say, like, first public sort of Flash experience. And just the, the, the he saves that couple. And you can just see it. They're like, I, I, I don't know what to say. Thanks. Like, you know, like, it, it was just, it, it's crazy, right? Because you think you're going to die. And, you know, all of a sudden you're alive and you're outside of your car with your loved one. Like, that's, that's insane. That it's crazy. a big moment.
2: Yeah. I think, um, most emotional scene. Do you know what yours is?
0: So I'm going to have to say it's, it's, I, I can't decide if it's the, uh, conversation between, um, Henry and Barry in the hospital at Iron Heights mm. after Henry gets stabbed. And he's mm-hmm. like, you know, if, if the Flash were my son, this is what I'd tell him. Yeah, that one was huge. Um, also, the man in the yellow suit. That conversation was pretty big. You know, don't let him take anything else from us. He's already taken so much. That That's was good. huge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also in Fast Enough uh, there, you know, the I mean, see, it's crazy because I can't tell if I like, you know. Papa Joe's or Papa Henry's scenes? <laughs>
2: I mean, that's the thing. I, I will tell you this. I think probably for me, it's, it's split between two. The one that you already mentioned, which was the, the hospital scene where his dad's on the bed and, and he, you know, he just says, you know, if, if the Flash were my son, I would tell him just to just be so careful and also just how proud I am of him. And I was like, oh my gosh, that, that, that hit me in the feels, man, big time. The other one is that conversation between um, uh, the H. Giobard and Cisco. Uh, In the alternate present where he reveals who he is and tells him, you know, you've been like a son to me and I love you. Now I'm going to kill you. And like that was just, dude. And the fact that we got with that in particular one, we got layers on that, right? Because we got a lot of references back to that one. And then even in the season finale where he says, you know, I'm sorry, Cisco. And Cisco says, I can't remember what he said. And then Eobard clarifies this, not for killing you. I'm sure I had a good reason to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh my, like he is so twisted, dude. But like, that's the thing. He's, but he, he um, like has this insanely weird attachment and emotion. So it's like, look, I'm evil. I am evil to the core. But in my evil way, I think that I figured out love. Now he hasn't because what he's figured out is something completely like twisted, but just the way that he just kind of communicates with Cisco in that alternate present and and continued on through the uh, the finale that was big so I think I think maybe that one for kind of weird reasons but um but definitely that that hospital bed scene it's it's hard to top that one
0: yeah well ground truck in the in the chat also mentioned uh you know when barry actually meets his mother as the flash when he goes back in time fast enough
2: yeah you know the only thing that really kind of caught me like the the reason why that didn't hit me as hard as, as it probably should have is because I kept on sitting there thinking like seriously she's still alive right now like there just seems to be like I don't know is this, does it take that long to die and also is it less than painful enough so that she can just kind of have a a conversation and be cool with it
0: well it depends on like you know where she stabbed where the blood loss is and all that kind of stuff because I mean like you know you start losing blood you know you can feel you fork and things like that so but, uh, but yeah, man, like it, that, that was, like, that was Grant Gustin channeled all of his emotion in that scene. Like, that was a very emotional scene for him. And it was very, a very powerful scene. Uh, I thought it was good. I don't think it was as good as the, I, you know, I'm, I'm just going to come out saying the Henry Allen scene in the prison. If Barry Allen was my son, this is what I tell him. That was my favorite, hands down.
5: Yeah. I'm just yeah, going go to go ahead and just say
0: that. Uh, cause I think that one was just like the, the wink and the nod and the, and the, uh, just, What's the word I'm looking for here? Like the acceptance and you know the 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 pride that oh, Henry yeah. feels in his son, and he you know he's like he doesn't want
2: to. <laughs> Dude, you're right. It's a complex. It's it's love. Yeah. It's fear. It's it's pride. It's so many different emotions that he's conveying in that. And I mean, it really yeah,
0: like all the stuff that he went through, and he and now he's this hero. And like, I mean, how? How
2: JWS needs an Emmy for that, man. That yeah. that really was. That was well,
0: Grant Gustin too. They both.
2: Oh, big to- just- look. Grant Gustin has done a wonderful job all all season long. But just that in particular, that scene in particular, um, you, you're you're not wrong, dude. Like, so much was conveyed, like without even stating it, it was, it's, it's incredible. I mean, yeah. phenomenal acting. Uh, we also got one in from, uh, Phil dog who I knew, uh, tried to tried to join us. And, um, just because of everything that kind of went down, uh, wasn't able to. So, uh, what did Phil dog write in?
0: All right uh phil dog writes my theory for the future seasons uh, since eddie was sucked into the wormhole he could arrive sometime into the future uh the doctors could bring him back to life interesting okay uh he learns about what happens and wants to become like the flash so he goes through all these lab tests until it becomes like the flash but this won't be shown until the end of the season let's say the episode before the finale or season finale uh, uh to what we can expect for season three uh so yeah so so basically saying that eddie goes into the wormhole arrives in the future gets healed by future doctors and then wants to be a hero himself. Which is funny though, because Eddie is like the most heroic of everybody. Like he he he's whatever, dude. Dude, he he's he's the most he's the 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 goodest. I know that's not a word. He's the, most, <laughs> he's the most good person on that show.
2: Um no, he destroyed the entire universe. He is well, the he stupidest person happen. on the show.
0: He didn't know it was going to happen. The, he but yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah, is I, like Every situation that he was in, he's Jar Jar freaking
2: Binks, dude. He's doing what he thinks is the hero move, but he's actually putting freaking Emperor Palpatine in place. He's he's just he's wiping out all of existence. Oh, I'm totally the hero. No, 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 no. You ignorant, ignorant person. You are nobody. You are the but
0: one. I'm saying like before that, right? All all the situations with Iris, like he handled everything with class and with tact. And I think screw
2: like, the future. That was his mantra. And you know what he did? He screwed the future.
0: <laughs> I don't
2: know why. I'm just now realizing this. That was uh, we should have seen it coming.
0: Well, they were already in an alternate timeline that doesn't that shouldn't have been there to begin with. So he was basically setting everything right.
2: Uh, okay, now that's fair. That is fair. Uh, technically, you're exactly right by him taking that action. What he is doing is restoring the timeline to what it was prior to uh, Eobard going back. So that's fair. That's but but that does but. mean that you know time storm and vortex and everything's being wiped out. So you know, although he, I did think about this. Regardless of what Eddie did to himself, technically, if Barry had gone back and, and you know saved his mom, that big thing in the sky would have still happened, right? If I it's don't wiping know. if it's wiping out the timeline or, or this timeline to catch up with the actual you know the timeline that Barry creates, theoretically that would be what people in this about to be wiped out timeline would
0: experience. Well, I I don't think so. Well, yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? No, I, think, I think he would. Yeah, no, because because the, the thing was, if Barry had gone back in time and saved his mom, the the wormhole would have opened up and eaten that timeline because it shouldn't have been there. By Eddie killing himself and removing, he did the exact Theobard, same thing. He did the exact same thing.
2: Yeah. So theoretically, um, and but maybe maybe Bell, maybe that's why future Barry looked at present Barry and said no 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 a, uh-uh. don't do it <laughs>
0: like, uh-uh. oh, no, you didn't. <laughs>
2: like you don't understand the consequences of time travel you know too yeah. too much time it's it's not uh you know it it's not you know one day it's 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 an entire lifetime and so yeah. much has happened before now and then it's not like oh everything everything's gonna phase nicely back into each other and it's all gonna be hunky-dory no no no, no. giant time storm vortex wipeout
0: it's like the langoliers the what the Langoliers?
2: I I, I do not... I do not but, but, but.
0: Oh, my gosh. It's like the worst, best movie ever. So it, it's a Stephen King novel. They turned it into a film. Um, it stars uh, the guy from Short Circuit, you know, the, the Indian guy from Short Circuit. All right. Um, okay. And so basically, like, he's a jerk, and he's on this airplane, and, like, this crazy thing happens, and they arrive at this airport, and there's no one there. And, like, everything's gone, and they don't know what's going on. And this dude starts telling these stories about these things called the Langoliers, which his dad told him about to make him uh, productive. He was saying, like, if you, if you dilly-dally, the Langoliers are going to come. They're going to come and eat you. And so he's sitting there. You know, he's scared. Like he's, So he's really successful, but he's a huge jerk because his dad was a jerk. And so he's scaring all these people in this thing. And, they, and all of a sudden the Langoliers show up and start eating this universe because what they do is when, uh, like, time vortices happen and, like, alternate universes are created, huh. which is what happened in this case. They got yeah. sucked into one. The Langoliers come and eat it and, like, remove it from existence so it's not there anymore. Well, there you go. So, basically, that giant thing in the sky is just a lingle <laughs> Uh I can and dig please it. Please watch that movie. It's so bad, it's good.
2: <laughs> Collis.
0: Hey, fellas. How's it
2: going? Man, brother. How you doing? I feel like I haven't talked to you since Christmas.
7: Yeah, I don't think I actually made it to the Christmas one. Oh, did you not? i disappointed, though, after listening to it. I would have joined in with your guys' singing.
2: Oh, man. We, uh, we had a blast that, that time around. Uh actually, you know, I was thinking about it before I went live tonight. Last you know, last time we did Grandma Esther's uh, uh secret eggnog, but uh but this time I decided to make myself a triple berry cocktail, which is essentially just bourbon and uh and three berries
7: that I put in it. So How'd that turn out?
2: Uh you know, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's honestly it's it's good good quality bourbon with um with a couple of berries in it. That's about about <laughs> how it turned out. But uh not
7: too bad. Not, not too at bad.
2: Collis, man, what uh, what'd you think of season one?
7: Well, loved it. Loved every minute of it. I think from Episode 8, Flash versus Arrow, onwards, it just was like pedal to the metal. Absolutely. You know, it really found its legs then.
2: You know, that that episode keeps coming up, that first crossover, and it really was a big event. To me, it actually felt a lot bigger than when al Arrow came back on later in the season.
7: Absolutely. I mean, it was just I guess it's like that kind of unprecedented, you know, thing kind of in this new era. Yes. It, yeah. Essentially, you know, we got our Batman and Superman of TV together.
2: Absolutely. It, and it did. You're, you're exactly right. It was almost like that uh, that new car smell, that new, uh, new new universe expandingness. really, really felt present. I always there's something about Arrow coming on Flash, which I really enjoy, but something kind of jarring about whenever I see Flash on Arrow.
7: Yeah, it just—I mean—that was a great. If you did watch both episodes, I think there was a like a great juxtaposition of both shows yes. because they really embraced each show, you know, for yes. each episode, and there was just such a stark contrast.
2: Well, even later on, when uh, when Joe uh, Joe and and Cisco went over to uh, to or to Star City at that point, um, didn't somebody say? I thought Central City was supposed to be the fun place, or I, I feel like there was some joke about yeah. that.
7: Felicity said that.
2: That's what it was when she was yeah. over on, on. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, even even in its darker moments, there are. It, it, Air, uh, Flash is able to maintain a sense of of fun and excitement that I don't know that I even really want from Arrow. I'm just really glad that we're getting it on Flash.
7: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and just before I forget. Um, When you guys led that search for the shoes way back when. Way back when. The beginning of the season. Yes, sir. I never thanked you guys personally because I ended up finding them because of you guys. Yeah, man. Oh, no, no way, really? Yeah. Like literally, I think that same day that I listened to the podcast, um, I can't remember who sent it in. I just quickly Googled it and they happened to have a pair, like one of my local shops.
2: That's awesome. Nice. I'll tell you this. As soon as we actually were able to find it and post it out there, Amazon was sold out within hours. And uh, and they have been sold out of of that particular style of those particular shoes. In fact, I've got it on like a watch list, so that if it ever goes back on, the other thing too is the company jacked up the price.
7: Yeah. See, well, that was course. the crazy thing. I saw that it was like two hundred seventy five like euros or something on for the for a Diesel pair of sneakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I lucked out here for for reasons unknown here in Canada they were like 75 bucks.
2: Dude, all right. Nice. See, this is what you do next time. You buy them out. You hang on to those <laughs> those puppies. And since you're in Canada, I'm I'm assuming that, you know, all of Canada is right next to each other. So just pop over to Vancouver, get Grant Gustin to sign them, you make a make a killing right there.
7: Been trying. I've been trying. He hasn't made <laughs> his way to any of the cons here yet. So hopefully next season. Yeah, man. I'll call him up. It's cool. <laughs> I, I,
2: I should put this out there. If any of y'all are ever going any cons of where these guys are at, let us know because Bell and I don't get out very much, um, and unless they come to Austin, um, we're, we're we're unable to uh, to go there. So if y'all are able to grab some audio, we, we'd love to have it. Uh, Kyle is man. All right, so so season two. What are you thinking going in?
7: Oh man, there's just so many possibilities. Um, I'm really hoping they that whole time. I'm I'm hoping it was a time storm and it kind of resets the timeline to the original one with. Um, nor Allen's still alive. Yeah. Well, but I'm just hoping that there's going to be slight changes. I mean, one of the changes could just be Jay Garrett coming from Earth 2 because of that disturbance.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe that's why. I'm, I, I'm still questioning why he threw his hat in. Or maybe his hat was sucked off his head. That might be it.
7: Yeah. Well, it could be, you know, he just sensed, you know, that there was this kind of, you know, you know problem with the timeline you know and he tried to make his way to help figure it out and you know didn't quite make it or who knows
3: could be could but it's, uh,
7: it's,
0: it's really interesting to me though that the entire first season is set in an alternate timeline and well, so like all the characters and relationships and stuff that we've grown to love over this first season is an alternate timeline so like what are they
2: more than that man i mean that first season plus two seasons of arrow this entire universe is set in a quote-unquote alternate timeline
0: yeah isn't that just weird like, nah. what are they going to
2: do? <laughs> well, but, but see, this is the thing. Flash ran up into the time storm to try to cancel it out. So if, if he's successful, what's going to happen is he's going to preserve this timeline probably with some form of alterations to it. You know what I mean? Like, he's, yeah. he's essentially uh, that you want to talk about time travel, timey-wimey kind of stuff. We're going to end up in a universe that is the same universe we've been in but altered because of the changes at, that resulted from Eddie doing his thing.
0: Maybe like a merger of the timelines or something?
2: Uh, Maybe not a merger of the timelines. Maybe more of like, um, if you think of, you know, you drop something in the water, you get those ripples. So I think the idea is that perhaps what just happened is a massive drop in the water of time. And so we're going to get ripples, right? So there's going to be things that are different. It's not going to be a merger of two timelines. There's just going to be changes.
7: Well, the, the other thing that could be is because Barry was in the kind of time storm when it, you know, at, you know, the end of the season, when, you know, he goes back to the alternate timeline, he actually might have memories of this one similar to like Batman and Green Lantern in that Justice League episode. I think them. Oh, yeah. Woman, yeah, that, yeah. 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 I think the once in future thing, they, along with Wonder Woman kind of went back originally. But Wonder Woman,
2: she got erased from time. She got
7: erased. And then they were, like, at the big bang kind of when they stopped that whole thing, and they remembered the mission, and she didn't.
2: Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm I'm digging that, man. So you're saying that it could be when it's all said and done, Flash is the only one that remembers everything that came before.
7: And that way, you know, we're going back to the alternate timeline, but he's, you know, obviously things are going to change to prevent it from just kind of completing oh, the loop.
2: Oh, dude, yes. Like, that makes a lot of sense. He, So, so okay, so we know that Eobard Thawne cannot not exist right like at some point eobard like you can't just kill off eobard Thom because he's kind of the flash's greatest well, nemesis
7: the, the one theory story just was that because eddie went into the wormhole i mean eobard said he was only born in 2151 or something like that right in right, the right. comics he's the 25th century right maybe eddie gets sent to the future has his and lineage so,
2: further down the line. Lo- Ooh! And so
7: then the new Eobard comes back and he's from the 25th century.
2: Right. Dude, that's that's pretty good. I will say, I, I did go back and do the math because we were making the comment about the centuries thing. And technically yeah. he said when he was born, if he was actually... Might well, have to be pretty old. Never mind. Century thing just still doesn't work out. Uh, yeah, no, no. I like that theory a lot, man. Like that yes. theory a lot. He, the other thing I was going to say is perhaps Barry is going to be... point like Once he gets done fixing the timeline... And uh, and or not fixing the timeline, but, but stopping whatever that is in the sky, and, and realizes that time has been altered, you know, tremendously. Maybe his mom is alive. Maybe the original Harrison Wells is alive. You know, maybe there are things that he really likes. But perhaps in that timeline, Caitlin Snow is Killer Frost, and all these other terrible things. Maybe he has to go back in time to stop Eddie from killing himself. Thus, you know, we end up where we end up.
7: You know, it could be, you, you know, these guys, these, uh, the writers just seem to be one step ahead of us in terms of, Oh dude, they're things. like so, 12 steps
2: ahead. They're, they're, they're racing around the pipeline so fast. We can't even keep up.
7: Yeah, it could you be. Know? And I mean, who knows, even with Tom Cavanaugh coming back for season two, he could kind of start out as good. And then as Harrison Wells and then turn evil just because everybody loves him evil so much.
2: Well, but um, see, yes and no. Like I love him evil because I love his Eobard Thawne. Like, I don't know that I would want an evil Harrison Wells, because it would feel like, you know, season one, Tom cavanagh light.
7: True, but I mean, in the comic, like, it wouldn't be unprecedented. In the new 52, there's a doctor who was working with the Flash at right? the beginning and seemed good and kind of went down a darker path. So, who knows? I mean, they could pull from there.
2: Uh, yeah. I just
7: I I get the image in my head of
0: Flash goes into the wormhole thing, comes out into an alternate reality where Harrison Wells is still alive and was never replaced by Eobard. Yeah. And he goes to Star Labs and he sees him sitting there and he's in the wheelchair and he like runs over and like pushes him out of the wheelchair and they're like, "What are you doing, Barry?" <laughs> <laughs> what? Why would you knock him out of his wheelchair? And he's like, "I but I I thought no, he's the reverse he, oh. flash."
7: Oh oh oh, sorry, Doctor. Tears Wells. apart the wheelchair, looking for that battery thing. Doesn't <laughs> <Yeah>. find it. <laughs>
0: where, where is, is it, Big Lebowski? <laughs> I've seen a lot of spinals, dude. And this guy's faking. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was, this is off topic, but I was talking to uh, to I guess it was my brother. He was talking about the uh, Comedy Central edit version of Big, the Big Lebowski, and it's the scene where John Goodman is busting up the car. Yep. and they edit it to uh, this is what happens, Larry. This is what happens when you what was it?
0: You find a stranger in the Alps. Find a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> that could be exactly what it does. That'd be great. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, Collis, man, great, uh, great speculation. Loved the thoughts. Anything else before uh, we let you go?
7: Um, I just wanted to know your guys' thoughts. They kind of mentioned in the um, in the finale that Harrison Wells' speed was kind of glitching here and there. Mm. I was wondering kind of what you guys were thinking of that. Like, but like when it came to the fights, he was so much stronger than the Flash. But they always mentioned that these glitches in that finale.
2: I would say that if you look at the idea that Barry is the one generating the speed force. And you think about where, you know, Eobard is originally from. He's from an era where the speed force has been like heavily generated upon, you know, and at that point we can assume there's been multiple speedsters in the Flash family. Um, So the speed force is at kind of an all-time high in his world. He comes back from that into the past, and as soon as Barry leaves, there's absolutely no speed force left. So he's, as soon as, you know, the, the particle accelerator goes off, as soon as he ends up you know, getting, uh, you know, as soon as Barry starts generating the speed force for the first time, he's going from having this like unlimited massive supply to a very little bit of supply. Um, and so if you kind of think about like a phone battery, especially back in the old Nokia days, um, the more you charge it, the more charge it needs. And so if you kind of max out your battery over, over and over and over again, it's going to require more in order to get back to that place. And so here we have an Eobard Thawne who um he's running on empty and he's getting those quick bursts of speed force uh but he's just not to what he's accustomed to so he's almost like storing it up for those big fight scenes and uh for those big moments to make sure that he's he's you know has has that speed force on reserve that would be my guess i don't know if that makes sense or not but
7: that's me you know i like it i like it
2: works
0: it kind of makes sense to me where he'd ration it uh, because you know there there isn't as vast of a reservoir as he was used to so perhaps the glitches that we saw earlier were him forgetting that notion and not you know storing as much speed force as he needed in the battery and then you know he's like ah oh, crap uh oops <laughs> but when he, you know when he's fighting flash he's like okay well i'm gonna need a lot of energy so he's he's mindful of that and so he's you know charging himself a lot more before he knows he's going to
7: fight the flash
2: yeah it's good stuff well, call us man i always love it when you call in brother
7: Oh, you know, thank you guys. I, you know, I love having the call-in shows, and I, I love the podcast. So, thank you guys.
2: Well, of course, you know, we'll have Arrow TV Talk in the uh, off season, but surely before the, uh, the 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 second season starts, we'll probably do another one before then. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, hope hope to have you back on then. So, uh, have a good one, brother.
7: Thanks, you guys. Do bye.
2: All right, let's uh, let's go ahead and read one last email that we got in. And I'm sorry if uh, you know we we got a bunch of them and we weren't able to get to everybody's. Um, why don't you jump down to Victoria's?
0: All right. Uh, Victoria B. writes, my theory is basically that Barry didn't merge consciousnesses when he stopped. Uh, Barry was destined to run back during that time and cause that loop to be created. As Dr. Stein said, there are moments in time that allow access to this time-space superhighway. Uh, Barry does this when saving the city from the wave. When he starts to lose the momentum, his other self, present self slash episode 15, began to fade and he began to diverge into a new timeline. When he stops the timeline or when he stops, the timeline forms and he can no longer go back to saving the city from the waves.
2: Interesting. So the the idea there would be if you kinda of go on the multiple timelines, which means that multiple berries are are simultaneously existing.
0: Yeah, okay. I yeah. See that yeah, that's interesting. So it's like
2: because here's my question to you. I mean, like, if, because, if, um, you know, thinking about kind of the time storm, if, if we kind of give them the idea that if it's, if it's a quick change in the timeline, perhaps it's not catastrophic, perhaps it's a merger of the two. Uh, if, if it is, if every single time that Barry goes back in time to change something in the past, like, did he leave a time storm along with the giant wave? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I thought about that earlier today.
0: Like Iris is standing there on the beach. Where did Barry go? Where did
2: Barry go? In, oh my gosh! A giant time
5: score.
2: <laughs> There's a black hole in the sky. It's like, oh, all right. Well, if the weird. wave doesn't get you, the black hole will. <laughs> but uh, but no, that's uh, good good thought here. I mean, I, I, the whole time space super highway thing, um, and 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 the multiple Barrys dealing with each other and kind of running along that simultaneously.
0: I I, I can uh, I can dig it.
2: I, st- I still kind of subscribe, though, to the, the, the singular timeline.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, it, it kind of makes more sense, right? Because if, if there are multiple timelines and multiple things, then why would Eddie killing himself remove reverse Flash from, you know, existence? Yeah. Well,
2: I mean, it's got to be. I think it's, it's got to be one. It's got to be one.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's so weird, though, because, like, Dr. Stein kind of contradicts himself because he says that, you know, you you can go in and out of the superhighway and stuff like that. But he seems to indicate that it's just one universe, whereas later on in fast enough, he kind of seems to hint that it's multiple universes.
2: Well, I'll tell you this, and and, uh, maybe this will be kind of fun as we look to this hiatus that we're going into. Um, I've had some talks with some other people out there in kind of the Flash fan community and everything. And um, hopefully we will be doing an episode of uh, Flash TV Talk with some experts in the field of time travel when it comes to fictional universes and maybe get in some debates with uh, some other folks. Point being that during the hiatus, hopefully we'll have a a show dedicated to debating time travel within kind of the Flash fan community. Maybe debating, maybe more discussion. I don't know. We'll um we'll look at that when we get closer to it uh and uh, and be sure to follow us on twitter and facebook and otherwise to find out when that's all going down uh want to let you know that even though it is going we are going on hiatus that doesn't mean that we're going away from you uh because we have got arrow tv talk that's right the podcast that uh, is really created um by fans for fans it it is something that uh, you guys wanted to see it makes sure that this way we can kind of make sure that we're we're connected and making sure that we're giving you out weekly content even though we don't necessarily have new episodes of the flash uh so i believe where we last left off was season one episode six we are going back from the beginning of arrow and looking at it from uh two guys who are really more flash fans than arrow fans uh but enjoying learning more about the universe from that standpoint so look for arrow tv talk on your local podcast catcher's and uh, and of course arrowtvtalk.com for all the information there. Follow us on Twitter at Flash TV Talk. You can follow our personal accounts as well. You can follow me at uh, I was about to say at Ring That Bow, but that's not right. <laughs> you can follow my personal Twitter account at the real Beau York. I spell my name B E A U.
0: And you can follow me at Ring That Bell, spelled B-E-A-L-L.
2: And actually, you can find uh, quick links to our, our Twitter accounts as well at FlashTVTalk.com. You know, our personal accounts are going to be definitely the best place to keep up with us during the hiatus. I don't foresee a lot of, uh, of interaction over the FlashTVTalk primary account during the hiatus unless big news comes our way or, um, or like I said, we have some sort of uh, last-minute show put together. But um, that said... I want to mention this, too. If you if you want to keep up with what's going on with The Flash, head over to flashfans.org uh, during the hiatus for all the latest news, pictures, and more. Uh, B, who we've mentioned a lot of times on the show, she is a uh, wonderful friend of the podcast and is holding it down over there, keeping you guys informed. So uh, flashfans.org is the place to go for all that good stuff. And, uh, yeah, I think that's going to do it for us, man. So flashtvtalk.com, get, keep up with us, find our uh, personal information there. And then beyond that, Bell.
0: Uh, well, yeah, I mean, that's just going to do it for this show. So, uh, so for more Flash-tastic awesomeness, tune in next season to Flash TV Talk.
6: Flash-tastic outro, copyright Matt SC.